Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast, where we help you get clarity, build skills, enhance your character, curate your environment, take daily massive action, and develop a positive mindset. Join our community by heading over to workwithtimmydouglas.com and get our free book and list of questions that will help you build an impactful and purposeful life. Enjoy the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going to go through Proverbs 9, verses 13 through 18. So let's get it. The woman folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house. She takes a seat on the highest places of the town, calling to those who pass by, who are going straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And to him who lacks sense, she says... Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. So, straight interpretation of this is that the world can be cruel, and you can get trapped in it if you misstep in a moment of weakness. You notice that it says people who are going straight on their way, maybe they're a little thirsty. Maybe they want some of that sweet stolen bread. Anything can tempt you. The simple things can tempt you, tempt you. In fact, in verse 13, it says she is seductive. Then it has one of those like um, numbers at the top of the word. I forget what they're called. They're not a footnote, not a top note. Anyway, it indicates that there's another interpretation and that you can read it at the bottom of the Bible. And it says, or full of simpleness next to seductive. So she is seductive. She is full of simpleness. It's saying those are the same things. It's because the simple things can seduce us. At least that's what I'm taking from this. And she's like, whoever's simple, come on in here. If you want some stolen water, it is sweet. And the bread that is eaten in secret is pleasant. And so caught in a moment of weakness where you're hungry or thirsty, and I put those in quotations because it could be any temptation, it will lead to you straying from your path. So people who are straight on their way She sits at the top and she calls out to him for the one out of a hundred of them that are feeling weak in that moment and go to get that stolen bread, that stolen water. It's the simple things that can get you and you can misstep in a moment of weakness. That's my baseline interpretation of this. Then the entrepreneurial application, I'm just going to kind of jump into this and say, it's going to be a little weird. Phase seven is taking daily action because I notice what the woman folly does. It says the woman folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. However, she wants to attract and tempt those people who are straight on their way. So what does she do? She goes to the people who are straight on their way. She sits at the door of her house and she takes a seat on the highest places of the town. She takes a seat on the highest places of the town so people can hear her. She's like, yo, come in here. And then her offer is pretty good too for people who need it, right? stolen water is sweet bread eaten in secret is pleasant if somebody had been walking the straight and narrow for 40 years and they're just a little hungry a little thirsty at that point in time they're like man that stolen bread might be pleasant that stolen water might be sweet she has an offer and she packaged it i know this is sounding insane because it says that she knows nothing which may have something to say about certain business people who market certain offers all that to be said she has an offer and there's a target audience, and she's getting into a place where she could reach that target audience. And that's why this is the entrepreneurial application here. Take daily action, 
in a way where you're getting in front of your target audience with the offer that they want. She knows that one out of every 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 people are going to be going. And they're going to want some stolen water. They're going to want some stolen bread. And whoever is simple, let him turn in here. One out of 500 of them are going to be simple. And they're going to turn in. And that's a customer for Sheol, the depths of Sheol, right? So take daily action. I don't know if we actually want to learn from the woman folly, but taking daily action does hold. And she did get in a place where she could reach people with an offer that they would want. And she probably got a lot of no's because they were on the straight and narrow. But every now and then she caught somebody in a moment of weakness and they strayed and she got her customer also in quotes. Cause I'm not saying we should sell people stuff like stolen water or bread eaten in secret. We want to sell them stuff that pushes them closer to Christ that builds them up to become the person that they want to be. But that's why she knows nothing. She can get in front of people. She can market stuff. But the question is, what is it doing? It's leading people to the depths of Sheol. And if she knew anything, she would not lead people to the depths of Sheol. So that's phase seven, taking daily action. And then phase one and two for me are identifying limiting beliefs in faith, family, friends, fitness, and finance. And then phase two is identifying and releasing those negative feelings. And so doing that in a proactive way so that you don't get caught in these moments of weakness, um, you know, when you're tempted by a business deal that might be a little backhanded or to extract value from your customers before you've given value, to take a shortcut in the business. You're not tempted in these ways because you've proactively dealt with them in your mind by preparing yourself for those moments of potential weakness through mentors, through community, and through simply thinking ahead. So here, there are plenty of people who ignored this call. She said, whoever is simple, let him turn in here. Ignored by, I would assume, the majority of people. Stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. They knew that that led to the depths of Sheol because they had been in their Bible. They had been knowing God. They had God's heart in them. It's just kind of what I'm assuming. And so similarly, in business, when it comes to these situations where we can choose integrity, or we could choose financial abundance, which I'm sure we're all met with them, or we can choose living in integrity with ourselves or financial abundance, like it's not necessarily always a bad thing to do, but maybe it's a bad thing for you to do. And you have to know yourself and have the integrity to stand in that moment on your values, on your beliefs, and on the impact that you want to create. And that comes from identifying those limiting beliefs that are enticing. It's enticing to believe the simplicity of your life, that you are called to a simple life, an easy life, a comfortable life. We'll have these thoughts roam through us, and it's enticing to believe that our life should be simple in the simplicity of our life. It's also enticing to get caught up in our emotion, to get caught up in feeling that we're simple, in feeling that we're dumb, in feeling that we're not worthy, in feeling that that stolen water would be sweet, that we want to cause a little chaos. That's something I experience a lot where I just want to cause a little chaos. It's easy to get caught in that feeling and then give in to a temptation that leads you into the depths of Sheol, into a bad spot, right? Into a crappy place. You don't, catastrophe, right? Disaster. So be proactive about identifying those limiting beliefs, identifying and releasing those negative feelings so that you don't get caught when you're tempted in a moment of weakness because you don't let yourself get weak because you always keep your cup full and you keep a strong community around you to pull you up 
when you are feeling weak. And so where has this shown up in my life? I would say I've recently been thinking about getting higher prof profile people on the show, on the podcast. So that comes in with the taking daily action, right? I want to get a message in front of people. Getting that message in front of people means going where those people are. And so the metaphorical high place that I can call from is other people's audiences. I've been going the easy route, booking guests on Podmatch. It's like if I just asked for guests who had really engaged audiences of a couple hundred thousand, that would blow my podcast up. And people keep telling me that I'm producing quality content, but it gets in front of 10 people, 20 people, 30 people, 90 people, maybe. I'm like, okay, what would happen if it got in front of the audience I'm trying to get in front of to create the impact I'm trying to create, which I'll go into next with where do I want it to show up in my life. So I've just been thinking about getting higher profile people on the show to take that daily massive action, prospecting for those people, reaching out to those people to blow up the podcast a little bit more. And for those identifying limiting beliefs and releasing negative feelings, I've just been, I've done some work around limiting beliefs where I don't really give them power anymore. And when I find them, it's like, okay, let's take action. Let's change our thoughts. And let's change our feelings to not give power to that belief anymore. But with identifying and releasing negative feelings, every now and then I get really emotional over business, over stuff with my wife, over life. And how I like to release it is I like to go do some sort of physical activity, whether it be working out, playing a sport, just something competitive and fun. And that can get that energy out where I can get that competitive energy out in a constructive manner. So it's not seeking to destroy in a venue where that's not allowed, right? That's why I like business so much, honestly. You can focus that really intense energy into growing something and building something that is constructive for other people. And it still uh, is a good outlet for that energy. So I like to identify that and release it when I can and just breathe. And so that's been showing up in my life as well. So a lot of physical activity when I'm feeling negative. We'll, we'll add that right here. I didn't type that before. And where do I want this to show up in my life? So I've had this idea recently. I want to be willing and dealing with high impact people and getting the proper messaging to them for them. Let me elaborate. So I want a community of 800,000 people, entrepreneurs, impact-based, who are like, okay, my goal is to get to 10 million EBITDA or really $2 million a year in cash flow. And I want to give a million of that away. If we had 800,000 people giving away a million dollars a year, not giving away, investing a million dollars per year into infrastructure and into people to produce a return on that money to then roll that return forward into more infrastructure for more people. If we had 800,000 people, a million a year doing that, Dude, we'd have $800 billion per year to invest into people. And the key here is the people. Like every great organization runs on people. It's going to be the same with left with love, with ending poverty, with raising the standard of living across the world to middle-class America so that everybody has more than enough food, shelter, water, and safety. It's going to be the same thing. That's going to take people. If I had $50 trillion right now and only five people, you can only deploy that $50 trillion so fast. But if you have $50 trillion and a billion people, now it's like, okay, we can put some of this to work a lot faster. 
So I want a community of 800,000 people with the goal of each person in that community investing a million dollars into people and infrastructure to help people with the goal of each of those 800,000 people personally being responsible for 10,000 people. With that, we cover the 8 billion people that are on planet Earth. So that's where I want this to show up in my life. That's the messaging. I want to get to the new 1%. That's kind of what I'm calling it in my head right now, where we're not classified by wealth. Because I don't think the wealthy are really driven by wealth necessarily. I think they're driven by impact. But I want the new 1% in the perspective of the world to be classified by impact. They're the 1% because they've impacted the most number of people. And the way you get into that is to impact more people. And so then we can kind of shift the culture, shift the goal away from money, for money's sake, towards money to impact people. But so I think a lot of people who are making money out here have that goal anyway. But if that messaging gets out into the world, I think a lot more people would be willing to be held accountable for it. So that's my goal. Um, that's kind of the new spin on Left With Love. I'm always thinking through how to make Left With Love a very practical thing that we can bring to the world as quickly as possible, packaged as well as possible with systems that work as efficiently and as effectively as possible. So I'm always thinking through this. Like when I was in college, I was writing a blog and I had different ideas. We're like, oh, we're just going to buy the housing. We're going to get $5 a day from a billion people. Well, I don't think that's the best move anymore. I think it'd be better to get 800,000 people to give a million a year, and that million a year is going into investing in people. That's the, that's the thesis I'm running with right now, and that's what I'm trying to build, but it's all towards that same goal, raising the standard of living across the world to middle-class America for those who want it. We're not forcing anybody, of course, but yeah, that's the goal, so that everybody has enough food, shelter, water, more than enough food, shelter, water, and safety. So yes. Wheeling and dealing with high impact people, specifically 800,000, to create the vibe of the new 1% and get the proper messaging to them for them so that we can walk forward together towards that goal. How can you guys apply this to your life? I would say take daily action and specifically around what impact are you trying to make? And then how can you make that impact? And the how starts with. Who do I need to serve and how do I need to serve them? So if I'm trying to impact the environment, it's like, okay, we can impact the environment if we get oil companies to become more energy efficient. It's like, well, what product can I make for these oil companies to serve them and help them become more energy efficient? And then it comes to getting that messaging to them as quickly and succinctly as possible in the most effective way where they want to receive it. So start thinking about that. And it doesn't have to be some big business. It can be like, if you want to serve your local community and make sure the kids have books to read, it's like, well, how can we make sure kids have books to read? Who do I need to talk to to make that happen? And what are the actual daily steps? So it starts with clarity, but then to the execution. What are the daily steps you can execute every day consistently? And then give yourself a long time horizon on that. Now, I would also say, 
beware of the enticing things that produce catastrophe. Because along the path, once you get that clarity, you'll have this job that offers you $200,000 a year. And then you'll see this hot girl or this hot guy, and you'll really want to spend time with them and waste time with them. Or you'll see drugs or you'll see alcohol or you'll see that sweet, sweet cheesecake that's going to make you gain weight and lose energy so you can't be as effective the next day or whatever happens. You're going to see all these distractions and you can either say yes to them or you can say no to them. And you say no to them or you give yourself the ability to say no to them by being proactive, asking yourself the questions and setting up the activities in your life that will help you release that energy, identify that energy and identify those limiting beliefs. So that's what we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Hey there, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a review and send it to a friend. Don't forget, head over to workwithtimmydouglas.com to get your list of life-changing questions and our free book, Impact Ignition, Live a Purposeful Life. See you tomorrow for another show.